broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. No, I actually do have like a. You are an ambiguous age. I you am. You could be an ambiguous 20 age. years old, and you could be 30 years old. And I don't know. I did wake up feeling more like smooth than ever. This is like porcelain AF. People yeah. could Google your age. They could. How old are you? 29. 20. Okay, me too. Oh, when's your birthday? 89, September 22nd. Dude, November 10th. So we're both in the the last quarter of the year. So I'm a little older than you? A little bit. A couple months. 1989, nice. Wow. You look pretty young too. Actually, you don't look like you're 29. Because 29 is... You don't think? I look younger than 29? Yeah. I'm glowing? You definitely... Yeah, you look... Uh, you have that pregnancy. I radiance. ate a bag of candy before I went to sleep last night. That's what it is. I had five sweetness. healthy meals in a row, <laughs> and at one in the morning, I was in bed, could have easily gone to sleep. I walked to my kitchen, ate an entire bag of sour patch candy. So was it like a relapse in a sense, or was it yeah. just like I? My body craved it. Got and it. I acted on it. I knew it was there. Interesting. And I went and did it. You know, I actually. Not to get so annoying, because I know people can preach about this, but I actually do pride myself on self-control. So I've actually not had carbs, noodle, rice, bread, potato for six months. Six months? And- What do you eat? uh, Basically chicken, birds, (laughs) chicken, turkey, duck, or whatever. I'm sorry. I just uh, forgot. I'm also not eating red meat and shellfish. So basically, animal-wise, I've only been eating um, fucking birds- turkey you know you haven't had ice cream in six months or pizza you know what okay scratch that it's not keto it's not carbs in that sense it's carbs the ones i listed but i'm not like you know what i mean like Uh sugar i don't count sugar you know got it i i'm still you're still a naughty girl i'm very naughty okay the naughtiest in town i don't know you very well um the one time i've met you (laughs) you Laughed at everyone. You were like super supportive person. <laughs> you know what? I think You're it's really because nice. I went up first. And there's something about already gone up. Like everyone else is funnier, obviously. I don't know. That's not, not true. No? Probably. You were on the show like everyone else. Everyone's equal. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like for some reason, I, I do, of course, still get nervous, you know? So when sure. pe- I'm like maybe eighth. The first seven, of course, I support and respect, but like I'm more in your head. In but my you head, you were done. You didn't, you right? Didn't, yeah. You Since were, I was done, I had no more nerves, I'll so just I was say, just. Laughing. I am incapable of doing what you did. Laugh like at others. Sitting there, no, not. Oh, stay, stay <laughs> just, after. Well, that and just kind of staying engaged at it, just watching. You basically watched a full comedy show, right? And laughed like you were an audience member. Oh, or maybe yeah. you were genuinely laughing. I don't know. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a fan first, Ari. I'm dead inside. I don't like comedy anymore. <laughs> if Once I'm done, I'm pretty much out. Do you leave? Most you, of the time, You always yeah. leave. Most of the time. That's a thing, too. Or if, I, even if I'm staying, I'm walking out and hanging out oh, in the right, hallway. Oh, right, 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 right. I feel like I'm also this weird softy where, well... Fuck, they watched me. I should watch them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and most of the time, I mean, it's not like, it's never horrible. You know what I mean? I'm always like happy I stayed. Um, but yeah, I do like to laugh and watch. That's funny. Yeah. You grew up, you told me, in Pasadena area. 
Pasadena area, Temple City to San be exact. San Gabriel Valley. Temple yes. City is a little more Asian. <laughs> than Pasadena? Is I mean, it? I think it's all kind of... It's all become pretty Asian. San Gabriel Valley, I guess it's hard to explain. There's there's a lot of common denominators in all the cities in San Gabriel Valley, and it's usually Asian. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. there are some, like, you know, uh, Hispanic heavy. Um, and when I went to... When I went to high school, it was actually kind of like a lot of Asian and a lot of like white. Like it wasn't that Asian, but now it's more and more Asian. It's more and more Asian I think than so. it was before. Did you find that growing up in Pasadena, because you're a actress and comedian, mm-hmm. was that what you'd call yourself? If someone's like, what do you I, do? I, oh, I'm a comedian actress. Comedian, comedian actress. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't grow up in LA, so I mm-hmm. can't gauge. But- is it kind of one of those things because there's so many actors in L.A. that when you grow up in L.A., you kind of make fun of people who want to be actors? Oh, you're another actor or no one cares it's supportive? No, not for me. Yeah. I definitely don't have that, oh, you're an actor. I mean, sure, when I meet someone, especially in this area, in the in the actual like West Hollywood, L.A. LA area, uh-huh. um, and someone's an actor, I'm not surprised per se. You know right. what I mean? But I'm not like, oh, another one. Because, I mean, that's like... I mean, I'm pretty sure there's equally as many actors as there are nurses. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot. So, like, when I meet another nurse, I'm not going to be like, oh, another nurse. I mean, we're Uh all out here doing the damn thing, you know? Um, Yeah, but I mean, like, growing up. Growing up, was it like, I don't know, for some reason, like, I feel like people from most, I've met plenty of people from L.A. that are actors, but I feel like most people aren't from L.A. that are actors. Right. Yeah. Well, no, the thing is, like, I totally get what you mean, but San Gabriel Valley is, like, the greater Los Angeles area, technically it's LA far County. Far enough for it not to be, like, if I grew up on Hollywood Boulevard, maybe, like, I would have that mentality of, like, oh, yeah. here they come, coming yeah, into yeah. the city, like, to chase a dream. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, I. I but take, you feel like you're right. coming into the city. To chase kind a dream, of, too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, things that are more attainable, strictly based on distance, that is a real thing, you know? Like, I'm more active once I w- actually moved to West Hollywood versus... Oh, you live in West Hollywood now? Yeah, I live mm-hmm. in West Hollywood now and versus, you know, when I mo- still lived at my mom's house in Temple City, sure, I had a lot of thoughts and aspirations. I didn't really go for it as much as I did when I moved here, How to long have you moved, lived here? Like two and a half years. Two and a half years? Is Maybe, yeah, a little over so two So would you half. say you've been hitting it hard for two and a half years and before that you were half-assing it? <sighs> Not half-assing it, more not exposed to the possibilities, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, Same amount. Two and a half years. So, I officially started doing stand-up, and this is just me being, you know, honest, because I don't actually broadcast this that much, Mm -hmm. Um, but you're peer-pressuring me, so... uh, (laughs) No, I started doing stand-up officially, like... This doesn't count little things I've done throughout my life that technically count as stand-up, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. in high school, I hosted talent shows and essentially wrote, like, opening monologues that technically right. are, like, stand-up, sure. But You've been performing since high school. Sure. Maybe, on, yes. going on stage in front of people. But how long have you been saying, I do stand-up? First time was March 2016. Got it. So, like, a little under three years. Okay. Okay, so... Yeah, yeah. 
new, not so new. You're in that me- medium area, maybe. Right, but I remember when I was, like, we'll just say like five years ago. I remember going to the improv. I remember just the going because I, yeah. I, yeah, the Hollywood improv because I'd been there to watch shows, mm-hmm. and I remember going there a few times and putting my name in the open mic, you know, bucket, and just never getting picked. And I oh really? So you kind of. Yeah, you made that, like a false attempt. I put, I dipped a toe, but I just yeah. wasn't. You didn't get picked, and then you're just like, okay, I'm not. Yeah, I did it around a few times, time something a, like that, yeah, because yeah. distance. That's the thing too. Mm-hmm. I'm driving like an hour and a half to get here, you're versus right. now I live here. You know what I mean? It's easier to get to these right. Places. I'm not gonna drive an hour to probably not get pulled from the bucket again. And to be honest, in the sense of you know procrastinating as a human being, I feel like that was almost like an excuse. Well, it's too far. It's too far. You know what I mean? So, um, but I definitely wanted to, and I was writing jokes and doing all that st- yeah. stuff. I just didn't finally take the dive until March 2016. And same thing with acting, or you started acting earlier? Um, it's. <sighs> You know, and this goes against, I just did another interview about how, like, you know, Asians are finally being represented uh, in a heavier way in the media. Now there's maybe, I don't want to, is it pressure? Now there's, you know, now there's people need to give Asians more more shots. It's not pressure. I get. I, or I'm, maybe it's waking up to, to you know, progression. Wait, who's waking up to progression? Others? Uh, Hollywood. Right. I think they're yeah. just finally catching up that we are real people who have real stories and, and like have, can and be have relatable. Audience and people right. that will watch them. I think that maybe 100%. there was like this false fear oh, for in sure. Hollywood where they're like, well, we can't put an Asian person there because we want people to watch. Right. And people only want to watch white, straight people. Uh, right. And, and now that, they're going, no, people want to watch everything. Right. Because... Well, exist. you tell me. Actually, I'd love to pick your brain because I mean, when I, I don't grew know because I'm not like a Hollywood executive. I'm sure. Just, I'm just purely guessing. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I am curious, like, if you ever noticed growing up that there weren't like that many non-white didn't people. Notice as a white person, didn't notice at all. Yeah. I watched TV, and it was that was it. And, right. And then now, growing up, I notice or not growing up. Now being in Hollywood, now I'm more attuned to those right. kind of things like and every billboard you things. see you kind of notice billboards right? when i watch tv yeah when i see new shows coming out i try to think back and i'm not sure if i really noticed either because yeah you, you're watching it and you just kind of accept it as what it is when someone asian yeah. came on i did have like oh they're asian uh, but then i'm like maybe i i thought oh they were just like the select few because of course there's that whole token thing it's like uh, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of ensembles that you know if there's one asian you can't have like literally it's like four i will say this too growing up where i grew up it was mostly white people so it kind of tv kind of matched where i grew up right right. but if you grow up in la or a more diverse place i could see it being a little weird yeah but for me it just felt oh there's less asian people on tv because there's less asian people in United States. Right. But now I feel like the United States is pretty diverse. Yes. I mean it always has been, mm-hmm. but yeah. Now I'm now I'm more awake to yeah. what what's out there in the world. Definitely. It's it's an exciting time. And I hope that it does last, you know, and that they do take Asian Americans and Asians. I hope it doesn't last. <laughs> <laughs> this I hope is what it goes it's about. Back. Yeah. He's gonna to straight white male. You're gonna get rid of me right now. Um, I hope it goes back to Jews running Hollywood. Right, right, <laughs> right. Are you Jewish? Yeah. I can never tell. 
I because sometimes it's like most people can. Most people can tell. Uh, well, okay. Here's the thing. Most people can't tell it, but then once I say my name, Ari, oh. then they go, oh yeah. And then because they hear my name, they go, oh yeah, and you look really Jewish. But also, interesting. People compare me to every Jewish actor you've ever heard: Adam Sandler, Jason Biggs, Jason Andy Biggs. Sandberg. Right. I'm getting all that. Lately, I've right. been getting Skinny Jonah Hill. Ah. Never no. got that. I I don't see any of them, but I get them. The only one I see daily. is Jason and maybe Andy, but those are compliments. I get them daily. Are they compliments? I don't know. The guy who had sex with a pie, <laughs> the, who who plays like a nerdy, weird dude. Well, he's in Orange Is the New Black. FYI. Yeah. You know. So yeah. That's dope. But he kind of plays the <laughs> square. Sure. Yeah. You're you're not a square at all. I ain't no square, dude. I uh, I skateboard. I've had six girlfriends. Whoa. I've kissed over 30 girls on the lips. You know what? At a point, I also... I remember I used to keep count, too. Not I, that I even I have, have that a, many, but... I have a Google document. Oh, wow. This is the... Uh, with the list. And and do you... What do you plan on doing with that list? Publishing it's kind it? of um, well. I thought about it. You could make a coffee table book, maybe like right. each page is a picture of the girl, and then behind the picture is the story of how I met them. And oh, that's fun. And our kiss. So, um, but th- then if any girl saw that coffee table book when they came over to hang out, right, that kills it, right? Well, unless you make it anonymous, that's uh, actually kind of fun. But it, but if you're as a viewer of the coffee table book, you need to oh, see right. the girl in here. It wouldn't be as fun if it was anonymous. So you'd either get, like any normal girl would be like, I'm getting out of here. Right. I'm not getting added to Ari's coffee table book. Right. Maybe sluts would want to be in the coffee table book. It is a little but, bit So it's creepy. like, what kind of girl do I want to attract? I'll be honest. Right. Both. If you, I want to attract right, 100%, both. Right, 100%. You'll take yeah. anything. We're casting a wide net yeah. for you. But it actually reminds me of the the TV show You. Have you seen that? I've been hearing a lot about it, but I haven't seen it. So... Just binge it. Basically, it's good. You like it. I was on the I've edge of my seat, things. but I'm also like, you know, I love everything. <laughs> you do everything. Wait, what? What have you heard mixed things about? I've heard some people say they didn't like it. Really? Yeah. I I was very on the edge of my seat, and I wanted more, and I still want more because season one ended. But basically, it's about a guy being quote unquote creepy. But it's weird in those types of shows, even though he's doing bad things, like. You somehow root for him, which is so... They make you feel for him. They show that he's nice in one way or something like TV. that. TV. It makes you question your own fucking... Storytelling. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's like... what I took a screenwriting class and they said, if you want... You always want to root for the main character or if you want to root for the main character, you, have, you show them being nice to a child or taking care of a dog. Something that shows that, right. oh, this is a good guy. Oh. Who's doing bad things? Yeah, no. And, there's a child he in it. it. And he has he, like a neighbor. And, and is he nice to the yeah, kid? Yeah, like there you go. See, that's like why. If he mentor. was mean to that kid, then you'd go, "No, this guy sucks and needs to Interesting. go." Interesting. Good that's, tip. Yeah. So if you're writing a screenplay, yeah, which you probably are, We're, we have, all are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my way to a coffee shop after this. <laughs> you make the main character be nice to a kid, and then he's likable from then on. Right. Out. That's very interesting. Or a dog. Just give him a pet dog. But it just shows seen. how easily tricked we can be. You know, we're just so like gullible. I think it's because uh, everyone is capable. 
everyone has done something they're not proud of. Sure. What have you done that you're not proud of? <sighs> I remember in high school, a few of my friends stole a lot. Like that was the and thing. And you joined them? I never, okay, I've always been kind of a goody-goody, but when one time- When you say stole, like shoplifted from Rite Aid, what do you mean by Shoplifted that? from Rite Aid, PacSun, you name it. And yeah, like I sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that is where I got my start, yeah. uh, which was actually called Pacific Sunwear the, when I first started shopping there. Fun fact. So and they switched it to PacSun. They which, shortened yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> revealing their Pacific, deepest darkest that's secrets. That's what PacSun stands for. Exactly, Pacific, Pacific Sunwear. Who knew? No one questioned it. Yeah. Uh, but I never really did it. I would always be like a witness. Like I always knew they were doing it. But, but you maybe could get charged as an accomplice. Totally. If if that was the case. So then one time, I will say one time, I did steal a necklace. Like From an owl Pac-San? necklace. No, no, no. This was like Nordstrom. From Nordstrom. I know. So, so even I, nicer. I, I, you know. Yeah. If I'm stealing, I'm going up. big. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I want the. Did you get away with it? Yeah. It was just a necklace. But still, it's like, why did I do it really? That's not even my deepest darkest. Do you still have that's the, the first thing. No, I don't. It was like an owl necklace. I'm yeah. not gonna. Who am I? Like, first of all, you know what? I think psych. Like, I think you know. Uh, psychologically, is that the word? Um, I, I stole something that I would never wear, so it would never get traced back. That's <laughs> you funny. Know what I mean, see, it'd be fun for me. Like, not that I would be proud of stealing, but if I did have a stealing past. Then it'd be fun for me to wear it and then tell the story. Oh yeah, right. I stole this when I was younger. Or maybe oh, have actually, a coffee you know table book. I could tell. I I've stolen recently. I oh. stole less than a year ago. What? These chairs that we're sitting on. Wow. I stole. You're them. naughty. Mm-hmm. Me You're and my my 18 year old brother. Where? How did you get this out of the store? So it wasn't in a store. We uh my my parents my family came in town from San Diego to, mm. for a wedding a family mm. wedding. My oh wow. Wedding. Okay, nice. And they're staying at this hotel in San Gabriel Valley, actually. Oh, wow. And we pull into the parking lot in this underground garage. And we drive down and we see in the back of this garage, they're using it as storage. And they just have all the hotel's extra furniture, chairs, carpeting, extra fridges for the for the hotel rooms, you name it. All uh-huh. just extra storage. And I see these chairs. They're not perfect for... What I envision, but they were the perfect price. <laughs> yeah, they are. They and we, are perfect. We put two of them in the car right then and there, and then we drove them here. I'm honestly impressed. Yeah, I didn't take you as the you know bad boy type, but yeah. So now technically, and I'm I an mean, accomplice. These are like probably retail, a couple hundred bucks each. Oh, for sure, you came yeah. up. This is like four hundred dollars worth of chairs, and I'm just broadcasting it. It really on a sets podcast. the tone. Yeah, this is clearly some type of confession podcast but we don't know what hotel it is right i i said the store i even said the item yeah yeah we don't know we don't know i don't think i'll get caught and honestly i don't think they noticed mm-hmm. to this day i bet you no one at that hotel noticed that chairs were missing there were so many of them that weren't being used right and i don't think they would care i don't think anyone i wonder if there was ever- if i was a hotel owner and i was watching this podcast right now I'd be like, hey, I'm glad someone's using them. Right. Yeah. Right. As Me l- personally. Yeah, at least you didn't fucking like just, you know, steal them and burn them. No, I didn't That's steal them and trash them. That's just fucked up. You gave them a steal, better I home. I didn't even steal them and sell them. You essentially rescued them. these chairs. I rescued these, these chairs. These are rescues. I'm a hero. I'm a nice guy. You know, I feel like, 
You know, that's actually interesting. I feel like if I had a job that like, required me to, let's say I saw some footage, security cam footage of someone stealing chairs, would I do something about it? Or would I just be like, eh? You know what I mean? If you were a security guard? Right, yeah. I think if you were a good security guard, you would do something about it. Because that's your job. You're right. I'm good. I'm but good. But maybe you would. I don't think you would be a good security guard. Yeah, that's true. If I'm being honest, <laughs> you wouldn't intimidate me. If you, if I was doing, if I was stealing these chairs and you came down and was like, "Hey, you can't do that," I'd be like, "What are you gonna do about it?" Right. I'm a softie. I'm mm-hmm. scared of getting a, a black eye. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm scared of getting my teeth knocked out. That's yeah. like my worst fear for have, this to be have jeopardized. Have you ever been in a fight? Yeah, actually. Well, only one-sided. I got hit. (laughs) From who? So basically, this was in my early 20s, and partying was my middle name. A few years ago. Yeah, so this was yesterday. You're a party animal. Yeah, and basically, I was at this bar, club-ish, whatever, dance floor situation, and it was packed, like sardines, right? And I was talking to this one dude. We were kind of kissing. So you're a straight... A straight Asian woman. <laughs> no, I am bisexual. You're bisexual. Yeah, okay. if I, I, I see this, you trying to break down this equation. This night, you were straight. This night, I was still bisexual, Ari. This night. That's a whole different conversation we can get into. This night, you were kissing a man. Yes. <laughs> this night. An Asian man. No, black man. Black man. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a nice little Mad Libs game for you. <laughs> You're like, uh, anyway, I mean... Yeah, that was just living my life, you know. Uh, was he is, was he like to be honest, big and muscly? Was he? It's a, skinny a little blurry. Black guy? It's a was little blurry. Little thick. Okay. There was some, you know. He wasn't okay. big. He wasn't tiny. Drunk. He was just probably just your an size. Average, yeah, average black man. Yeah, your size. Los Angeles. But not based. well. I don't know if it's your size, but like your size. you're saying, he has a bigger penis. <laughs> than me. It was literally. I knew him for like ten minutes, but we were kind of kissing. Did you feel his penis though? Because no, I did not. Not even through the pants. No. And honestly, once again, okay. it was kind of blurry because I was on a good one. So basically, anyway, the whole point is I was with him and his two friends, like just chatting it up. And wow. I, the kissing kinky. thing is just like TMI. I just thought I'd throw you a nice little juicy bone. No, sorry for harping so After much After he threw kissing. me a nice little juicy excited. bone. Uh, yeah. Well, you don't know. You didn't feel right, it. Right, we didn't. See, yeah. that's I keep the people guessing and confused. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so <laughs> this place is packed. And, you know, I'm just having a good time with him. And his two friends were also standing there. They were black guys as well? Um, well, I was, it was a Goldilocks situation where I was trying out. <laughs> Different so, stupid. so stupid. It was a real life game of Kill, Fuck, Mary, And I was just on my first one. No, okay. <laughs> Basically, I'm kicking it. Mm-hmm. And this chick who, and I'm not tiny or anything. I'm not like super petite. But she was definitely tiny. bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. She was bigger than You're me. Small. And she was tall. She walks by and like kind of accidentally elbows me like seriously not intentionally nothing malicious and for some reason i wanted to fight <laughs> and oh like, you're just that drunk yeah, yeah i don't know why but so i pushed her immediately after she accidentally just bumped into me because yeah. it was so packed and then everyone around us was like oh like the dudes were like oh whatever so then i was just swinging i was i don't even know what i was doing i was just like you know millie rocking you know i could I mean? already tell you're an excellent fighter and then <laughs> basically i'm no chung lee even though who's chung lee are you serious <laughs> yeah. okay so much to learn ari street fighter oh the, the video Asian, game street yeah fighter? okay okay <laughs> 
Chung Lee. I'll, I know Jet Lee. Yeah. I know Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know Chung Lee. Well, but, she's, she's you know, a woman. If, he's as good as, if she's as good as her two brothers, Jet Lee and, and Bruce Lee. All spelled. Then, no, actually, Jet Lee is spelled right. Then Bruce I Lee is a different spelling. Yeah. Anyway. It's interesting that the two brothers want to spell their names differently so people you know, didn't group them <laughs> right, together. Right, exactly. Well, they're, you know, it was the thing they had to do when they escaped from their country. Yeah. yeah right. Okay, so basically I'm swinging, and then I don't hit anything, really. And she just clocks me right in the eye. Like, I've never felt this feeling before, you know? You started a fight with the wrong bitch. Oh, totally. She was, like, ready to be on, you know, a real-world Road Rules reunion special. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, she was ready. That's not really a fighty one. What's a fighty one? Like, Flavor of Love? I missed uh, that. Anyway. Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, right, sure. Uh, but basically, I just fell. Completely just fell back. And the dudes I was with, luckily, caught me right before I... Did he continue to kiss you after the fight? No, I was out that bitch. Because then I Oh, they came kicked up. you out. No, no not yet. Um, <laughs> you're really into this. I like it. Yeah, um, So I looked around. I'm like... Wait, where is she? I don't see her. You know, because what was I going to do? Just keep fighting? I don't know. Yeah. What I wasn't thinking. So then I go out to find my friends because I do have friends in this yeah. scenario. They were just outside. You. And I'm like, yo, I just literally got hit in the face. Like, my eyes were watery. You know, <laughs> I've never felt this before. So then whatever, we're just like trying to figure it out. And then um, I see this chick outside with this like beige blazer, kind of like homegirl. So I pushed her. <laughs> And it wasn't her. And then I got kicked out. So, yeah, I ended up pushing. You pushed a, you had a second fight of the night. Essentially. But this time, only I did the pushing and I got kicked out. Because I thought it was her. From the back. It was, like, literally what happens in movies when you, you're like. like, I'm getting revenge, right? In round two. <laughs> round two. And then you're, her. like, oh. Wasn't this her. This is just another random girl. I was seeing, I was seeing double. The club so, probably wasn't even packed. I was just you seeing know, triple. You know, sounds like you should have been kicked out. Yeah. Yeah, I was were. going through it. I was at my limit. But you know what's really fucked up? Is we went to eat afterwards, King Taco. I don't know if you ever had King Taco. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. God, that sounds good. I wish there was one around here. Anyway. Yeah, it would be nice. Uh, and I, I don't know. You know, girls in public bathrooms, there's a lot of energy, especially at 2 a.m. after last call. So my friend ends up getting hit. <laughs> like, at the King Taco. Yes, at the King Taco on the Damn. Jeep. Because uh, I don't Dude, know. There was some type of. San Gabriel Valley is a. <laughs> Tough area. This was Old Town Pasadena. Old Town Pasadena was like when I turned twenty one. That was my spot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, not anymore. Apparently, it's a tough neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I definitely. (laughs) Tough street. You know what? People underestimate the six two six. I've never been in a fight (laughs) since I moved to Los Angeles. What's your story? What's the last fight? My last fight. Or or a good one. Yeah, what time is it? We're like, we're going to, this 11. is like what happens on like first dates, Ari. This is dangerous, okay? We'll be talking 11. for five hours and you'll miss <laughs> everything you were going to do I'm going to miss my whole life. Um, okay, first fight <laughs> was, uh, no, last fight, real fight, genuine fight, not with a brother, just with a person <laughs> that I kind of knew, mm. got in a real fight, was in high school. So oh, I'm okay. not a big fighter. This was... I must have been 15 years old. The guy, my, me and my roommate didn't get along. At her, okay. I went to a military high school. Oh. So I had roommate. And me and him hated, hated each other. And he was actually, um, he was actually a small Asian man that grew up in San Gabriel Valley. Oh. His dad owned a Ferrari dealership, or at least that's what he told everyone. Are you still cool with him or no? No. No, no. This was 
10th grade. Is he our age? Yeah, he's around our age. I might know him. We'll talk later, I guess, if you don't want to drop His last name's Lee, actually. You know what? He's everyone's, one of the Lee brothers. Everyone's related. There's a lot of brothers in that family. That mom was so fertile. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway. <laughs> we didn't get along. Mm-hmm. They, put a, they made us roommates, by the way. This is how they do it at that school. They roommate... They, they group you up by weight. And I think that's for if you got in a fight with each other so someone didn't get right. their ass kicked. Oh, so that makes sense. We were the two smallest kids in our grade. Uh-huh. And we were roommates because of it. We didn't get along. He went over to my next door neighbor's apartment or room. And he said, hey, Ari said that he fucked your girlfriend. <laughs> now, you know, never said it. Also... Impossible. I was 15. His, he was from Texas. I was from San Diego. I right. obvious, obviously had never met his girlfriend. Right. He comes over. He goes, hey, Ari. Heard you fucked my girlfriend. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I heard you fucked my girlfriend. Now, this is where I should have gone. No, uh, I've never said that. I don't live in the same area as you. But my mind i said uh yeah i fucked your girlfriend <laughs> and then he just beat the shit out of me oh my god yeah he just punched me in my kidneys i fell to the floor he picked me back up again punched me in the face oh i had to go to the infirmary there was blood everywhere that's too much that's too much see that's why i would never call someone out for stealing because i don't want that to ever happen to me Wait, why well, you wouldn't call someone out? Right. I why can't did someone even say if they if you call me out for stealing, I'm gonna no. Beat the earlier shit out of you asked me if I if if like I caught someone stealing, they're like, oh. what are you gonna do about it? Oh yeah. I can't even imagine well, that. I think a security guard's job isn't to to actually stop theft. I think it's to like, <laughs> you know, kind of say something, try try <laughs> to stop it without getting physical. I think a security guard isn't actually supposed uh. to get physical ever. How do you come back from to, getting beat up like that? How do I come back? Like, you are bloody. You are getting... T- in, this is what actually happened. What actually happened, it's not not proud of it. I walked to the infirmary. I'm, like, pain. I'm, like, limping to the infirmary. They say, what happened? I said, I fell down the stairs. Because you ain't no snitch. Because I ain't no snitch. <laughs> they patched me up. I walked back. And then... I was so self-conscious that everyone was going to be talking about it at school that I started telling people that I beat him up. Even though he had like no markings. Oh yeah, I didn't I don't think I landed a single punch. Right. on him. But I started lying and just telling everyone in my troop that I beat him up. I don't think anyone believed me, but I just started doing that. Well, but so no one he didn't follow up. Hey, already was telling no, people I was That was it. I think he's like he didn't need to. He had beaten me up so bad. Right. He was like, I'm not, I don't need to fight that guy again. And then you fucked his girlfriend. And then I fucked his girlfriend. No, I didn't. But I was looking at it, his Facebook like, I don't know, five years ago. And he uh, he's like married to some fat Mexican girl with a kid and lives in like some place I've never heard of. I'm like, I won. Yeah. I can't. I'm going to, you know, I I won. I I feel like I, I would should. trade my life for his. No, but I feel like I should like rebuttal and counter, you know, uh, veto what you just said as a woman. <laughs> well, no, I, I'd I'd like to marry a woman, <laughs> just not that woman. 
I would never marry that. It's unspoken, woman. right? It's yeah. unspoken. Uh, I'm just saying she was ugly, and he has a kid at a young age. He's living in some shithole town. So I do won. You don't want kids anytime soon. I can't. First off, I can't. I don't think it would be good for the kid for me to have a kid. I wouldn't sure. give the child proper attention. I don't make a lot of money. I live in an apartment. Well, that's so. fine. Apartments are fine. I mean, when my parents and I moved to America, because I'm an immigrant, FYI, Shanghai till I die. Uh, They're fine, but it's kind of like this. I can get a dog, too, and it'd be fine. Right. But you know what a dog really wants? A backyard. Is a backyard yeah. to run around in. And you know what a child really wants? Is a playground in his backyard. or That's not realistic, though, to be honest. His own bedroom. Not or, every person or couple can afford a house with a backyard not every couple should be having kids either <sighs> there's an overpopulation problem in the world interesting. If, interesting if you you know if you're living in a one-bedroom apartment and you're scraping by with your wife with your new wife hey why why do you have to have a kid right either wait a while don't have one there's so many other options so this isn't going you want to make a, a kid I thought this was. Hey, you're, you're I thought that's why you, you set this up. You could bring another girl into the mix. Caitlyn, yeah, Caitlyn is gonna come in the mix. If you're cool with that, meet you and Caitlyn. <laughs> Me and Caitlyn. That's an interesting and combo. <laughs> Let's go how viral. Do you, how do you know Caitlyn? Laugh Factory and just from performing things. at Laugh Factory. Yeah, and, and just seeing her around, and then I did her show, and she's just good people. Mm-hmm. I love her yeah, a lot. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else do you love a lot? Who else do I love <laughs> a lot? Um, I like my brother. So you have a big family? Is that your story? Two brothers. Okay. I like both them now. I didn't used to, but now mm-hmm. we get along good. That makes sense. I have, you know, a couple close friends. Not not a lot of close friends, just a small group of close right. friends. So you have three, yeah, like two brothers. So you guys are a set of three brothers. So you guys are in, uh, like, direct competition with the Lees. We are, and we all actually are masters of karate as well. <laughs> I figured. I knew arts. it. Yeah. I knew it. And we used to compete with them at the Junior Olympics right. back when we were all kids. Right. And uh, they had better technique. Sure. We had a lot more raw power. And the, you guys had the wardrobe, too. The bedazzles. Yeah, we had better outfits. I saw and the And we footage. had more raw power, but their technique overcame us. They just uh-huh. practiced more. 100%. They had stricter parents that made them practice <laughs> karate more. That's just a known <laughs> thing about Lee's. Sure. Lees sure. have strict parents that what make about them practice. What uh, about Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee, the guitar player? Sure. Is that who you're talking about? I don't the know. There is <laughs> the, a, the non-Asian isn't guy. There a fan, yeah. Is his parents Tommy strict? Lee. His parents um, are strict, but he was just such a rebel. He was a natural <laughs> born rebel right. that he did his own thing. They wanted him uh-huh. to do martial arts as well because he's one of Lee brothers. Right, and, but he's like, I don't want to be like my brothers. So he picked up Got the guitar, it. Got it. started getting into metal. Oh, right. Um, I saw the documentary. Yeah, he has tattoos. He uh, is that the one who had sex with Pamela Anderson? Is that Tommy Lee? I think, I think so. It is. Yeah, yeah, Tommy Lee and Pamela. Because then there's Anderson, Tommy Lee Jones, tape. obviously the older one that's an actor, right? Yeah, the oldest brother of the Lee brothers. Right, and he cho- chose Jones because he always drank Jones, Jones soda. soda. Yeah, exactly. So for his actor's name, right? Actor name, he went. With Jones. Obviously, he had the endorsement at the time, too, from 93 to 96. He was sponsored by them, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. And that's when you want to be sponsored by them. 100%. Now you don't because of all the scandals that came out with the owner of the company. Exactly. And it's too sugary, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the diet version isn't number good. Number one. Exactly. This is just like 
a set list. This one is a set list right now. Have you ever done set list? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I've seen the YouTube videos. I, <laughs> but this is, it's really fun. I mean, it's nothing serious. Obviously, it's open mics. Were they, I didn't know they did it now that Meltdown closed. Oh, I did it at Pack. I did it at Flappers. Oh, you did it's, the open mic ones. It's everywhere. Ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I did the open mic ones where basically they give you a suggestion. Like, it'll right. literally say, and then like. You rip off. I've done stuff like it. I've, yeah. It wasn't called Set List, but I've done. It's so fun. Impro- improvised stand up shows. Right, right, right. That's, yeah, I love it. It's so fun. Uh, I'm pretty bad at it. <laughs> I mean, is I anyone think. really good at it? I, sometimes Some people, I do discover new material from it, which is cool. Uh, like TJ Miller is really good at it. <laughs> I did see that video. Improv. <clears throat> I see. I saw uh, the video. But yeah, I was. I wasn't good at yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Do you have any problems in your life that you want to <laughs> talk about? The segue. You know what? Just because I'm really reaching, because I can't think of anything real. The whole screen time thing. I do want to like unplug a little bit. I feel like I am way too connected to... That's one of those things where... Me too. Yeah. But there's not really like advice I could give you. You just got to <laughs> do it. You just got to man up. So you want something that you can give me advice on? Well, it's like that one, you know, if you're addicted to your phone, it's it's that simple. You Right. right. There's probably even apps you could install that like shut off your phone. Maybe that's what you need. Like something on your phone that pops up if you've been on it. I guarantee you they have this app. Where huh. if you're on it too long, it'll pop up and say, get off your phone, you piece of shit. Maybe I should get that. And if they don't have that app, I just came out with a million dollar idea. Copyright, please. Go to Shark Tank but right I now. But I guarantee you that's already out. Without me even looking it up. You just, it's an app that pops up on your phone and says, you're a loser piece of shit. Get off your phone. I'll look into it. Is it free? Mm-hmm. Is it a free app? They have a free version. Yeah, it's called "Get Off Your Phone, You Piece of Shit." Right, G G T. Wow, no, that's harder than I expected. That was really mm-hmm. hard. W W. No, it's G T G O. W W G O. Get off the phone! Wow, what that was hard. Off? That was really hard. I was doing the acronym of "Get Off the Phone, You Piece Do of you Shit." Do you find yourself being on your phone in social situations and being rude sometimes? Totally. Yeah, me too. I'll be in a social circle, and we'll look up, and over half the circle is on their phone. Right. But I'm not even on an app. It's genuinely like an email or like a text, like actual communication versus just like, you know surfing, what I mean? Surfing, but I feel bad. Instagram. Right. Because obviously, I'm not going to surf. I mean, it's if we're, it's I'll like- I'll be surfing. Well, shit. I'll be surfing the <laughs> WWW. The World Wide Web. World I love Wide it. Web in a while people are- while real people are surrounding me. What about one-on-ones? Sometimes. If wow. it depends how close I am with the person. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's those friends that you're comfortable enough to just both hang out and be on your phones. And that's the kind of friendships that I strive for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for more friends like that. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's the first thing I can think of. I don't know if... I mean, obviously, knock on wood... I think but this I'm pretty is happy right wood. now. These tables you know? are technically made tr- out of wood. Yeah, I truly am pretty Cardboard. happy right now. The only thing is, you know. You're happy? Yeah. I don't believe it. Uh, th- I can see the sadness. And test idea. me. Test me because I can't think of anything. Do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? You're in a relationship? <sighs> I'm out here living my best life. That's all I can say about it. So you're living the single life is what you're saying? I'm out here living my best life. That means you're sing- you're single though. I'm out here living my best life, all right? <laughs> that doesn't... You just say, I'm single. I'm out here. <laughs> that means you have several boyfriends and girlfriends? Is that what that means? That means... 
you're in, you're you're juggling multiple uh, relationships because that's pretty cool. I could see. No, it. I'm just living my best life. That's literally all I can say, Ari. But relationships are interesting. You know, I'll be honest. My mom is definitely like, you know, she's super proud of everything I'm doing right now. Like unbelievably and but at the same time it's like I'm the only child I know that my mom would love to be a grandma like all her friends are grandmas right now Mm -hmm. everyone's popping out a kid so she wants to have a kid and you only have maybe what five years left that's what I'm saying to decide that's what I'm saying I gotta freeze my eggs I think five years is a good enough time is a a, more time than you think right maybe four years from now I could see you going am I gonna have kids but right now like, you're good. You're still in your 20s. 29's a new 19. Right. That's the I read that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, yeah, so there is kind of that pressure. If anything, that is something I do think about. I'm like, well, when? You know, like, because I'm not in any place to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm too selfish and, like, too hungry career-wise to even think about uh, having a family, you know? It, it's... Yeah, I mean, I'm just still trying to, you know, be on my Sandra O, you know? That's fair. I think, uh, I don't think you need to have kids. It's just so You could always adopt later. Yeah, I guess that that's the, and I'm fine with adopting. Like, adoption, yeah. like, I'm totally fine with Me that. Me too. Um, I don't want to put another little baby into this world. A little manis. I don't want to take care of a baby. I don't need to pass my gene on. Like I, I took a twenty-three on? jeans. I don't need to pass my jeans on. I just took <laughs> a twenty-three in in me test where you spit in the two. Yeah, I'm ninety-nine point eight percent Jewish. Uh huh. What's point two? A sub-Saharan African. Huh. So I'm basically a purebred Jewish guy. Uh huh. That's not a healthy thing to pass on. <laughs> we're trying to. Um, That's incestual. Right. We're trying that to keep it under control. For sure, relatives of mine. Right. Bread together. Right. And I don't think I should pass that on. I've thought about doing the 23andMe thing, but I just don't think there will be any surprises. Like, I think it's going to say... Well, you're an only child. Right. And have your, either of your parents done it? No. You should do it. There will for sure be surprises. You think? Yeah. What possible surprise? Like... I wouldn't be able to tell you, but you're going to find out, oh, I'm susceptible to this disease or oh i'm part black whatever you find out that's why you're attracted to black men at nightclub <laughs> i'm attracted to everyone i think that's clear <laughs> what about are you attracted to transgenders so i haven't personally had the experience but you're i'm not yeah i'm not against it at all you know i know a lot of transgender people why do you know so many of them just the industry there's a you know we're all out here and i i'm in the same industry i don't know any of them i think more like the acting like there's more do you act? I, I, I don't know even um know. let me say this like i do act but i'm not pursuing it very hard i'm sure, not i don't put a lot of attention to acting yeah, there's a, I mean, there's, once again, representation can still be better in that world as well, in the for trans world, for sure. You're saying there needs to be more transgendered actors or more roles? It need for the amount of people there are, they should be able to see themselves on the screen. Got it. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. For example, you know, the whole uh, wheelchair, uh, uh, the, the, like, 
you know, um, handicapped conversation of, you know, the upside. I don't know if you've heard anything about that, about no, how Brian Cranston is playing someone in a wheelchair. Oh, instead of getting a wheelchair actor. Right. So there is that conversation now, you know, of like, you know, you want to give opportunities. I say you let Brian Cranston pl- do whatever he wants. <laughs> if he wants the role, you give it to him. I was the only person in the world that did not watch Breaking Bad. I didn't watch. I watched some of it. It was a little too intense for me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a pussy. I don't. I did not watch it, but I hear amazing things. I should. It's one of those on my list. I'm not informed on the argument that you just brought up. Okay. But there's. I can say this confidently. There's no wheelchaired actor that could get the numbers of viewers that Brian Cranston would pull in. See, the argument is that Kevin Hart's already in the movie. Nicole Kidman's already in the movie. So a newcomer would still probably pull in those numbers. You know no, what I mean? If, especially if it's it a good movie. Because there's Brian Cranston has different fans than Kevin Hart and Nicole. Did you say Nicole Kidman? Kidman, yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't think people? You don't think the whole newcomer intrigue is a thing? If it let's let me say this: if the role went to a newcomer, fully capped human being, then I could see someone going, "Hey, why don't you give it to a newcomer handicapped human being since they're playing a handicapped." Right. Then I could see that argument coming into play, but because it's Brian Cranston, right? You can't unless there's a famous handicapped person that goes, "I wish I was doing that." Right. I understand. I understand your argument, but I think that's the whole thing. It's like, well, here's another argument: handicapped person on set gonna be harder to deal with than a non-handicapped person on set. You're working on a movie. This is, let's say, a two-month shoot, whatever it is, two- to three-month shoot. That means not only do you have the handicappers on set, but you have to have a full-time uh, caretaker, mo- some possibly, for that handicapped person to get them over bumps, you know? Sure. Walk them places, whatever. If Is it a fully uh, wheelchair-accessible set? I don't know. But now there's all these other considerations. Right. Um, but that's the thing. It's like that truly is up to, you know, the whole production and stuff to decide it's worth it yeah. in order to show this representation. Right. And once again, you know, I'm obviously like I haven't seen it yet and I'm sure it's yeah, a great movie, movie because yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of, you know, everyone in the movie. But but that's the whole thing. It's just like to really like, well, consider it worth it. You know what I mean? Because there are people who... In the room, we're like, well, you know, whatever. But they're like, like, no. Or I don't know. Not even in that specific case. Even in any case. Not even talking specific wheelchairs. Not even talking about specific, like, trans. not Just even, like, Asian representation. There's always someone in the room that's going to be like, well, what if... Blah, 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 right. blah. And then they're like... Some no, liberal... Too, too, <laughs> too, too much of a hassle. Too much... Of, oh, but it'll tell the story. I don't know. I, I just... I... That's the whole thing, you know. It's like being open to like, okay, well, this is a possibility. I think the movie will be equally as good and equally successful, mm-hmm. you know, if we actually represented it fully. You know, I mean, you know, and yeah. once again, nothing against Brian Cranston, just you know, since we're on the topic, but I don't know. It is interesting. It's all interesting, you know. Yeah, I think they need to uh, maybe make some more trans and wheelchair films. <laughs> I would like to see. Maybe a, a, a movie around the Special Olympics. That would you know? actually be interesting. That would be a good, a good movie. I would, yeah. I would watch that. If it was like a theatrical piece surrounding Special Olympics, that would be fun to watch. 
And then as far as trans people, uh, I would like to see a coming out story of a trans. Oh, for sure. I haven't really seen any movie uh, about a trans person realizing they're trans, at least not a mainstream movie that I could think of. Right. Of a person realizing they're trans, coming out to their friends and family. Right. And going through that. Totally. Transition. That's, yeah. And and that means a lot that you want to see that. I've seen it about gay people. Haven't seen it about trans people. Have you seen it about an Asian gay woman? Coming out as an Asian gay woman? Like someone struggling with coming out. In like an Asian household, you mean? Yeah, with traditional parents and stuff. No, I don't know that I could think of of you. So that's what I actually play in my show, Good Trouble. You play an Asian woman coming out? Asian woman who's not out to her parents. Got it. You play a closeted homosexual Asian woman. I'm out to my friends. Okay, But not to my parents. Yeah, so which is why it is really important that these roles are popping up now, you know, because yeah. I'm thinking about it literally in my 29 years, I never saw that on the now, screen. Now, you're bisexual, so I guess you're allowed to play the role. Yes. According to those people that are like, "Give it <laughs> give them a chance." I mean, it's it's all tricky. It's really all tricky, you know. It's like we were recently on a panel and um one of our showrunners or one of our show creators was saying how sometimes, you know, it really is the factor of, well, okay, we have to shoot next Thursday. We can't find someone who's gay to play this gay role, but this is a really good actor who can play it. He happens to be straight. You know, sometimes there's circumstances. Like, Aziz sure, Ansari we... was talking about it. I went to his screening of, what's his show on Netflix called? Master of None. Master of None. And he was saying how, like, they needed a child actor. And they were casting one, and they got sent a pool, and they were like, "We need an Indian actor, and and because it's gonna play like a little version of Aziz." Right. And there was only like five kids to choose from, as opposed to when you go with a little white kid, there's hundreds of them because I don't know, it's more white people pursue acting. I don't know what because I forget what his reasoning was, but it was something to do with finances and the way their families were raised, that less Indian children's parents are putting them into acting. There's only five choose from. Right. And he said they all sucked at acting. Sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, because, yeah, at the end of the day, and and it's, it's hard to, you know, say what's more important or whatever, but, like, talent is part of it. You know, you do have to cast someone who is obviously good at it, the role but sometimes i, I don't know it, it's it's all very interesting it's all very interesting because it's like well aziz cast his actual parents who aren't actors right you know what i mean i made it work yeah so it's like I, there are no rules i guess but it's yeah. like if you can if you do have the option to be considerate because more like back to the wheelchair situation maybe the next movie that's made about someone in a wheelchair then they can cast someone who is actually right you know I think it's all about being like open and honest and intent. If someone isn't casting a wheelchair person because they're anti-handicapped people, then yeah, there's a problem with that. Sure. But if they're like, yeah, I cast Brian and they're openly say he's famous, he's going to get viewers, I've worked with him before and I like him. What's... Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. You know, uh, good thing we live in the greatest country in the world with the greatest president, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Donald John Trump. Oh, uh, that is too. I mean, we don't have enough time, you know what I mean, <laughs> to get into that. But uh, I mean, well, what what's your? Do you have like a dream role? Like you said, you don't like pursue acting a hundred percent or anything like that. But like, do you have like a role that you would love to play? 
Okay, so I think I think if I was predicting my career, I'll probably get cast as like a goofy guy or like a neighbor or a brother or an uncle, something like that. But if I was if I just picked what role I want, if I just had my choice, your dream role, dream role, I'm John Wick. I'm an action star. Oh. I'm hunting bad guys down. Wait, John Wick. Yeah, that's Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh. movie. Oh, They're about to come out with John Wick three. It's excellent. If you haven't I seen one and two, I have not seen it. Do you like action movies? I do like action movies. Oh, John Wick one. John and Wick's two. the one. Incredible. Like I made an action short film, a pro trans action short film recently, that I starred in, and uh, yeah, it's called The Girlfriend Experience Part One and Two. Check it out. Wait, but, where can I see it? Uh, it's on YouTube and Vimeo. Oh yeah, I'm gonna a, watch it. Just an independent pro trans short action film, <laughs> and. Uh, Wait, are yeah. you are you you're you're joking? No, I'm serious. Oh, pro trans? Yeah, yeah. There's, oh, hell there's yeah. There's a a trans. Uh, well, actually, so there's a there's a female character in the film, and it's played by a man. Um, so it's kind of it's on. You know, I'm giving I'm giving spoilers away here, but <laughs> it's up to interpretation whether it's a trans person uh-huh. or a woman. Sure. Um, so I wrote the role for a, originally for a woman, and this this man auditioned for it, and he and I know him, and he did such a good job that I I picked him for the role. So gotcha. a lot of, so some people might get upset that it's not a woman playing it or gotcha. a trans person, but it was just he had the best audition. Sure. And he he was best for the part. Right, right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've actually never seen that happen. <laughs> I've seen it where it's written for a guy. And then they're open to seeing women, and then they end up just changing it to a woman after a woman. Yeah, I is. kept it as a woman. Interesting, but a man's playing the role, and you and and you could tell when you look at it, like you wouldn't go, "Oh, that's a weird looking woman." You'd go, "That's a man dressed as a woman." You can't tell that. <laughs> interesting. This is all very interesting. I'm learning a lot about you, Ari. I don't know if this is about me. This is more <laughs> about my film that I made. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about you. You're learning a lot about the girlfriend experience part one yeah, and two. Yeah, yeah. So it does it's a two part pro trans. Is that uh, character your girlfriend? Film. He, uh, she, becomes my girlfriend. Okay. He, she. Is there kissy stuff? She, he. Uh, there is a sex scene. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Very. Mm-hmm. I have to watch this. I definitely have to watch this. I, I pers- I'm a little proud of it. You know, it's a little risque. I would wa- don't watch it maybe with your mom. I only watch movies with my mom. Well, she's an adult woman. She could probably handle it. Yeah, she's an adult Asian female, and I shouldn't judge her saying don't watch it with her. She could handle it. You assumed my mom was Asian and female. She's not. (laughs) No, no, she is. She is. That's why I like don't want to do twenty three and me. I just seriously don't think there's any surprises. But I, I, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. I think you will be surprised. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Maybe someone will get you one as a gift, and then you won't have to. Then it'll be. I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to go out of my way. So no other problems you want to talk about? I mean, I guess I don't, I truly Ari, I'm not kidding. I I feel really happy right now. Maybe I should have come on the show and at a darker time. Okay, let's uh, play a couple calls. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna take a uh, one minute break, and then I'm gonna play a couple calls. I have to look at this. That's my new children's book. I'll talk about that at the end of the show. Oh. Wait, is this like published? Published? Uh, I mean, it's self-published. That's amazing. 
Wait, as in you can buy it like online and in stores? What does self-publish even mean? Uh, yeah, you can buy it on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's dope, dude. That's and amazing. the ebook store, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I know. I always, I I thought about that too, like um, writing a book, but I think what I'm going to start with is a funny poetry book. You know, that's cool. I didn't know you did poetry. I mean, I rap and stuff. Oh yeah, I did know you rap. I do. Um, I write poetry for girls, mm-hmm. and they don't like it. It's a po- did you know that poetry is no longer like a romantic, nice thing that women appreciate for the most part. Overall, if you write a girl poems, they find it weird and creepy. Interesting. Yeah, you think like when you picture being a romance, being <laughs> a romance, you picture I'm gonna write this girl a sweet poem to show her that I think about her and then I like her. Right. No. Girls don't like it anymore. In wow. 2019. In 2018 even. I don't remember the last... I wonder when... What was the year when women st- stopped liking poetry? We have to do that research and make that doc. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, some some people are going to be listening to this and go, no, I like a man that writes poetry. Yeah, there's, there's some of you out there. I'm not saying poetry is dead, but it's no longer commercially accepted. What is? They want they now it's the game, the game. Yeah, romance used to be the game. Now the game is like who's cooler, who likes each other less, who, mm. you know what I mean? They want to put together a guy That's that so doesn't need them. I've actually just for the record never done the games thing. To be honest, I've always been you very. Have. I guarantee you, you swear. You, have. you think yeah. anyone who lives in a city huh. in this day and age has? If, if you've dated at all, you have. Maybe when I was like seventeen, but anyway. Yeah. 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 No, I bet I bet you have without even realizing it. You know, if a guy texts you too much, oh, he's too needy. You know, he, right. well, this guy's weird. He texts me. He responds to my text really fast. You know, right? Things like that. I'm gonna wait an hour before I respond to his text. Oh, uh, I got. Oh, I guess that's true. If Waiting I get before if I get her girl's number, I have to wait three days before I go. Things like that. That's all a game. I guess I do do the waiting yeah. thing. Everyone does. Yeah. You have to. If you get a girl's number and then you ask her out, if if I met you at a coffee shop and said, "Hey, do you want to get dinner tonight?" That'd be weird. That would be a strange thing. Damn. Isn't that crazy that that's weird? I would have to say, "Hey, can you get dinner on Wednesday?" Ari's could, just trying to find love out here, y'all. I just think it's it's a weird thing that society has built. It is interesting. Built. Yeah. That, that if I meet a girl at a coffee shop, we hit it off for we're, t- we're flirting with each other. Then I go, hey, would you want to go out sometime? And she goes, yeah. That I couldn't go. What about tonight? Right. Too soon. Too soon. That means you're going to kill her. Right. It'd be weird. Right. I think that's I think that's weird. Okay. We're we'll unpack t- that next time. We're going <laughs> to take a call from Matthew Terry Cohn. I, uh, I guess I'm calling in because I have... Uh, these anger issues I deal with. It's not as bad as it used to be. Years ago, I would just get in public altercations. Um, Christ, there wasn't a Saturday I didn't wake up with my fist cut or black eye. We talked about this. But now it's different. I I envision the act of the crime. I, I think about it. And I don't know. I feel like it's just building up to something, you know. I feel like it's just one day it's just going to boil and I'm not going to be able to control it and I'm just going to do something really bad. I don't know. I 
try breathing exercises. I, I, I've tried, I don't know, talking with people about it. It just doesn't seem to do anything. So, well, scary. I need help. So I've never had a call like that. That's scary. He's basically saying he wants to beat people up. Wait, I'm <laughs> sorry. What's his name? Matthew Terrycon. Matthew. Interesting. First of all, wow, online sense therapy really is the name of the game. Uh, did he say he was always under the influence? Is that something he said at all? I didn't hear that. No, I heard him saying he's angry and he gets in fights with people. But he says there's not a like a Saturday morning or a Friday or whatever that he wakes up without a bloody fist. As if like right. he doesn't remember it, right? Cause, Maybe or, he meant that. I didn't get I was under the interpretation that he gets in fights all the time. And lately, not only has he been getting in fights, but he wants to get in fights. Like he's been planning right. them out and thinking about right. fighting people and interesting and hurting people. <sighs> so we're he, supposed to tell him we're what to do. Tell him what to do? Yeah. <laughs> and and by the way, you could tell him, and he's gonna end up listening to me because I'm obviously you know I'm the therapist, right? right. And I I could help you, Matthew. Um, but let's. What would you do? And I'll tell you if I would agree. Well, aside from, like, digging, I mean, I, I once again, I have no idea how to even, like, respond to something like that because I am unlicensed, uh, but... Well, that's kind of the point. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, because just so hopefully he doesn't actually take my advice. But I am very curious. Like, if anything, I just have more questions about his, like... Sometimes it's hard. Yeah, you get these calls and you're like, I need, I have, they, they leave stuff out, but... So these are real people. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I th- it didn't sound like a robot to me. No, it's not a robot, but it, it was a very I, good... It could be someone calling and making something right, right. up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess Sounded for real. me, it might be a situation where things are unresolved with people in the past. So because I'm still set on the situation that happened four years ago and I'm still so mad about it, I'm taking it out on everyone else. So I feel like maybe literally sit down, write on a piece of paper things that you feel like are incomplete and don't have closure. And then try and go back and reconnect with those people and kind of have those conversations that were never had and say things that you wish you said, um, which hopefully aren't horrible things, you know, more just leveling with someone. Um, You know, like, for example, a girlfriend who cheated on you just kind of be like, why did you do it? You know, like, why did you do it? Get closure on it. Um, I'm just literally making that up. It actually sounded really legit. No, I think think what you're saying is definitely not a bad idea. It's not bad advice. I think you're basically saying do the 12 steps. Sure. You're saying get through a 12-step program, make amends with people, patch up your life. And I don't think that's bad advice. What I will say about your advice is that takes a lot of work, a lot of commitment. It's a lot of self self uh the discovery work self discovery, yeah, work and care. <laughs> and it, it's something that not everyone's going to do. Someone right. might start doing it, but it's just a big thing to ask someone and I and I say that that is a good thing, Matthew, and you should try that. But let's try and think of a quick fix for Matthew. I think uh step 1 get a punching bag. Try and, oh, nice. try and let it out at home, you know? Punch right. that bag so much that you're exhausted all the time. Join a boxing gym, that sort of thing. Unleash your 
your things in maybe a more positive way. Get into street fighting. Right. Underground street, street fight. fights. Oh, that's the thing. Sure. Oh. I'm sure those exist. Back to yeah. Chung Lee. Yeah, get in some street fights. Take some jujitsu classes. Right. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, and then if, if you still have these things, I mean, this is kind of getting into, you know, the show Dexter or something like that. But at least make some guidelines. I don't want you to see see you getting in and punching some sweet guy at a bar. I want, if right. you're going to punch a guy, do it to defend a woman's honor, you know? <laughs> right. Like beat up a bad person. Sure. If you're, if you're gonna, if you have to beat someone up and you have these urges, I don't want to see you kicking some sweetheart's ass. Right. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's very good. Very good. Just letting the aggression out in, in a, a sporty way yeah. or... If you literally you have no choice but to hit people. Yeah, like, if you can't control yourself, like <laughs> use that. Use that energy for positivity. So use where would you fitness. go to like Find stake bad out guys? bad guys? Um, you know, I think you could start with uh high criminal areas, areas with high criminal activity. Sure. You know, buy get a police scanner. Oh. Mm, that that'd be kind of fun. Uh another Wait, thing. police scanner? Tell me more about that. You know, you can get a police scanner and scan, oh, there's a, we're getting a, a fight report here or a robbery oh. here, you know, go, go for things no like that. Be that. kind of like a vigilante type. Another thing you could do Essentially is, like, a, like, like Spider-Man, like Batman. <laughs> yeah, like Batman. Another thing you could do is, you know, find people you care about and ask them who has wronged them. Um, I don't know. And then go track that person down. I don't know, Matthew. I hear it, but that's like... I'm not saying this is what you should do right away, but if you have to, if you try the inner, uh, you know, trying to find inner peace and going through the steps and making amends and that doesn't work for you, this is plan B. You know, at least if you're going to fight someone, make it be a bad person, not a good person. Do we know if he even like won these fights? If he won? Yeah. Oh, you're saying he might just get in fights, but he might be a total pussy? No, as in like, what if he's actually also getting beaten up he pro- and like he just could loves be. the thrill? Easily could be. We don't know. At least get beat up by a bad guy. I didn't hear know? that detail. It's true. Uh, because the bad guys are also like, it might be dangerous for him. Bad guys and good guys both get are the same fighters, right? Or, but you think bad guys are better fighters? Well, no, but bad guys might have weapons and stuff. Well, Machetes. And I think if you're going get, to be getting into these fights, you probably should carry a weapon. Then that's too far. I think. I didn't say use the, the weapon, bag. have it. Just, you got to be ready for the situation unless you want to die. Go pu- with the punching bag. I think that's Listen, the I winner mean, for me. Personally, I carry a knife with me at most times. I have a shotgun hanging over my bed. I'm ready for these situations. <laughs> What's it and like getting robbed? Getting robbed, getting, you know, you never know. You never know sure. when you need to be a hero. Robbed, kidnapped, uh, you know, might need a pre- protect a damsel. Uh, protect a damsel. That could there's happen. Always, there's always one. Drop in a little hand. I might have a damsel in my apartment, whatever. You know, I'll leave that up to your imagination. You're all Some, little time to time, so from time to time, I have damsels in my apartment, <laughs> and I need and I feel responsible for their protection while I'm there because I don't have a security guard. Sure. Not at this point in my life, I don't sure. have a full time security guard or even a part time security guard right. that hangs out at my apartment. So, interesting. I kind of feel like I'm the security. Therefore, I keep knives velcroed under surfaces. I ah. keep weapons hanging over my bed. That's. For my personal safety, my, how I feel safe. I'm not saying everyone needs to do that, but I'm saying everyone should do that. Interesting. All right, let's play one more call. Oh, oh one more. This is from Alexandra Diaz. 
I'm at a crossroads in my relationship where a part of me feels like I want to move on and experience life unattached, while the other half of me feels like I still love this person and I know he still loves me and maybe I need to give it some more time. So I just need guidance on figuring out what the the best course of action is for me and my relationship. All right, I have any thoughts on that? I wish I knew more details, like how long they've been together. Um, let's pretend like they've been together for three years. Right. Like, I mean, this is a classic case, you know? I mean, we always want what we don't have. If, when you're single, you want a relationship to cuddle every night, Netflix and, you know, chill. But when you're in a relationship, you miss hooking up with randoms and taking body shots off the bartender you know what i mean it's like we we as humans i feel like it's you know it's not a crime because we're only human but we're genuinely never satisfied you know it's like we always want the other thing so it's definitely normal to be feeling that way uh alexandria but um i feel like you kind of need to just think like if you broke up with this person would you regret it you know what I mean? Like, I, I've been, you know, I feel like I'm at the age where I'm mature enough, like, to finally realize, oh, you know what? I don't want to lose a good thing. Sure, these temporary highs are nice, but in the long run, if I'm not with this person, then it just wouldn't be the same. You know what I mean? So, I just, I, I don't know, I guess just kind of realize the value of your relationship if it's worth these temporary highs or this you know hooking up with randoms or pursuing that hottie at work whatever you know what i mean the person that you're with do they give you things that other people can't i don't know i say follow your gut if you have an instinct where you're saying should i be with this person that means you shouldn't be with that person because i'll tell you something every girl i've been in love with I've wanted to be. I've wanted to stay with them. Uh-huh. If I wanted to break up with them, then it's because something happened, something they did. We weren't connected in that way. I think if you don't want to be with that person, if if any part of you says maybe I should break up with this person, you should. You're not. You weren't meant to be. Maybe you're hanging on because on paper he's a great guy. Maybe he is a great guy. Maybe he's done nothing wrong. But you just aren't connected in that way. You're good. You just. You're really good. And we're also really good at like. Just in a weird way debating. We're good at that. (laughs) I'm a natural born debater. Uh, (laughs) So I'd say break up with the guy, but you know, talk it out with your friends. I can't, you're an adult. I can't do these things for you. I think deep down, you know, you need to break up with him and you want us to go, don't break up with him. Stay with it. You you want someone to tell you what to do. That's why you called. And she's saying, (laughs) reassess the situation. Write it down on paper. I'm saying break up with him. <laughs> Just twelve step program. <laughs> he isn't the one. That is interesting. If you're having doubts, then clearly there's a reason you have doubts. But sometimes you're just a dubious person where you listen. We all, everything. like you said, where I've I've been with someone who I loved and cared for, and I've still been attracted to other women, and been right. like, oh, it'd be nice to hook up with that girl. That's a normal thought. If that's all right. it is, that's different. But she's not talking about that from what I could from what I heard. She's talking about, do I want to be with this person or not? Right. And if you have to ask yourself that, 
then he's not the one. Well, did she say explore other options? Didn't she say that? Or it might fucking She, she did, but uh, <laughs> it, my my interpretation of the call, it's hard, you're right, when we can't ask questions, was right. by other options she meant be single, right. break up, break it off. It didn't sound like there was another guy that she was debating between. She didn't specify, oh, there's this other guy I kind of like and maybe I should explore that. Follow your gut, especially if you're young, I guess. Follow your gut. Anything you want to plug or talk about before? Mm, when is this done? coming out? Probably not for a month. Okay. Well, um, I'm on a show called Good Trouble on Freeform every Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Pacific. And Good yeah. Trouble on Freeform. So if you're one of those few people out there that still has a TV subscription. It's also on Hulu. It goes there on you Hulu. Go. So if you have Hulu, yeah, yeah. it's going to be uh, called Good Tr- Good Trouble. Maybe, I mean, maybe someone listening to this has TV. I oh, have some sure. fans from Middle for America. Sure. It's doing The show has gotten a lot of buzz and like not one single bad review. So I think you'll really love it. And it touches on like really important issues. And it's also upbeat, sexy, mature, etc. So it's perfect for like the 20-somethings. Sounds like it has some of everything. A little, no, truthfully. Ari, you got to watch it. You kiss a girl on it? I kiss a girl. I'm watching it. For I kiss that. two girls. Oh, uh oh! Spoiler: guys, They don't know about that? that yet. The girl, girl on girl kissing. I also kiss a guy in on one TV? of them, in one episode too. That's that girl was, on guy and girl on girl. Like this, like fun girl on girl on girl on girl birthday scene. Yeah, it's human centipede. Is Check what it, it out is. on Freeform <laughs> TV, and you could follow Sherry Cola uh, oh, at. That's not your real name, right? It is not my real name. Why did you um, go with a? So an entertainment name, <laughs> just out of curiosity. No, it wasn't even an entertainment name, really. So maybe like seven years ago, before I started really de- doing entertainment professionally, you got the nickname. I was making a Yelp account, like randomly. Have never made one review. I just that day I decided to make a Yelp account, and I asked my friend what my username should be, and I wanted it to be food related. Uh, so she was like, "Oh, what about Sherry Cola?" And I was like, "Wow." Is your real name Sherry? So Sherry is my first okay, name. Yeah. My last name is XU. Um, that's my dad's like last it. name, yeah. and and that is my that's name how you say on it? my. You say X U. You know Sherry it's funny XU? because it's weird for me to even say Sherry Shoe because my whole Sherry life, Shoe. yeah, okay. my whole life, um, people. I like Sherry Shoe. That's kind of a catchy name too. And it, yeah, it, I, I'm Shoe. on the fence about alliteration. Um, so, but yeah, like I. Uh, in high school, a lot of people always said Sherry XU, Sherry XU. Like people rarely said right. shoe, which is interesting. Yeah, if I saw that name and I didn't yeah. know Sherry Shoe, yeah. I wouldn't even want to try. Right, 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 I, it's right. Sherry XU, Sherry right. Xu. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so my uh, friend Kim suggested Sherry Cola for my Yelp username, and I was like, oh, that's pretty and dope. It just stuck. I ended up changing it to my social media handles. People started calling me Sherry Cola. So then, um, cut to whenever years later, when I was doing stand up for the first time, they asked me what I wanted on the flyer. You and that's cherry cola. Yeah. Do you like cherry coke? I do. I love it, but I actually haven't drank soda in like three years. Wow. That's why I look so chiseled. Um, <laughs> you that, do look chiseled. That's what got you? <laughs> you do look chiseled. Um, I've just been trying to make Ari laugh this whole time. Before uh, we, I'm, yes. a, I'm a tough person to make laugh because I'm dead inside. But you did laugh. He did laugh. For I laughed. I a laughed lot. a couple times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we go, I also want to plug my new book, Bears Don't Like Candy, available on paperback and ebook it, on Amazon Prime. It is geared towards children who live in bear country. It teaches a valuable lesson. That being said, I think all children could enjoy it, but especially if you live in a bear country, check out Bears Don't Like Candy on Dope. Amazon Prime. Congrats, dude. Thank you That's so much. Amazing. Yeah, you Thank can follow you so much. Ari. Very proud of it. Follow me at, Ar- uh, at Ari Manis. Leave a review for the podcast yes. on iTunes because we need it.
Yes, Sherry Cola. Follow me everywhere. Just Google it. Google Sherry Cola. Love you guys. Thanks for doing the podcast. Bye.